Hey man, welcome. Welcome to the coolest podcast on planet Earth, man. It's the Holland Highway, and I'll be Holland Williams. Mother... No, no, no. This is Harlan Williams, not that guy. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. Great to have you along. Uh, interesting show today. Apparently... My podcasts have been getting a little too serious lately with all the uh, nutty stuff going on in the world. And my boss, Mr. Featherstone, apparently wants to reprimand me. And I have to go up to his office uh, today. And I apparently he's going to force me to do something on the show today. And I don't know what it is. So I'm, all I can do is roll my eyes and hope it's nothing too painful that doesn't wreck the podcast. Um also, uh, we're going to be talking about a really heartbreaking experience that I had. It involved me. It involved my physical appearance. It involved my soul, my heart. It was almost being like crushed up after someone dumps you. Wait till you hear this story that just just floored me. Just floored me, man. I'm still weeping a little bit. I don't know if you can hear it. And then a touching phone call from one of the pavement pounders regarding me getting political on the show. We're going to talk about that. So a lot going on today. Hope you enjoy it. Here we go. This is the Harland Highway. Where am I? What is this? Some kind of a joke or something? Welcome to the Harland Highway. What you talking about, Willie? Son, you got a panty on your head. Shut up and sit down, you big bald fuck. Oh, God, what's happening here? Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. That is fantastic. <laughs> What's wrong with everybody in this crazy place? The Harland Highway. <gasps> what is it? The opening. To what? To another dimension. This is Harland Williams. You're a bad man. You're a very bad man. That is fantastic. Well, here I am. Uh, I don't know if you can tell or not, gang, but I'm up on the 12th floor uh, at my office building. You know, I do my podcast down on our studios on the uh, ninth floor, and up on the 12th floor is my boss, Mr. Featherstone, and uh, I guess... He called me up, uh, you know, he said, apparently lately I've been, my podcasts have been too political, too much social commentary, not funny enough. And I guess uh, he's, you know, he's been listening and I guess uh, my, my producer Roger says he's pissed and today I get hauled out on, on the carpet. So this ain't a good start to the show, but, uh, you know. Here I am in the lobby. There's Mr. Featherstone's secretary, Betty. Hello, Betty. How, how are you? Betty? Har Har Harlan Williams? Okay, well, she just uh, flipped me off. Um, what? Okay, I, well, it looks like Betty said I can go in. I'm going in. And uh, here I go into Mr. Featherstone's office. And uh, there he is sitting at his desk. I, hello, sir, Mr. Featherstone, sir. Hello. Yes, sir. Uh, Har Harland Williams here. Who? Sir Har Harland Williams from the, the podcast. The prod. Prod what? Sir, I'm not doing this. The podcast, sir. What are you uh, coming up with a new language? 
What are you, from uh, Africa, from the Uli Bully tribe or something? Sir, I'm not from... I'm not from the Uli Bully tribe. It's called a podcast. Well, it sounds like Uli Bully talk to me. Sir, there's no such thing as the Uli Bully tribe in Africa. Oh, what are you now, some kind of uh, rogue scholar? No, I'm not a rogue scholar, but you just made that tribe up. Well, you just made a word up. What was it? Plod plop? Sir, it's not a made-up word. I said podcast. There you go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Uli Bully tribe. You want to jump around and uh, squish a pineapple or something? Why, why, why would I jump around and squish a pineapple, sir? Well, isn't that what the Uli Bullies do? Sir! There's no such thing as an Uli Bully. Now, why did you bring me up here? Oh, yeah, you. Okay. You're the one that does that podcast, right? That's what I've been trying to say, sir. Well, why don't you say it next time and leave your African lingo jingo at the door there, Uli Bully? Sir? Now, I've heard that you've been getting all political and talking about politics and and serious stuff that people don't give two ass hairs on a baby walrus's clit. Sir, did you just say you heard me, a baby walrus's clit? Sir, you know, if this is going to be another one of these whacked out conversations where you give me a hard time, I'll give you whatever I want because guess who pays your checks? You do, sir. That's right, Dinglesaurus. Sir, I'm not going to tolerate the name calling. Sit down and shut up. Close your fucking face and open your ears and your nose. Why would I open my nose, sir? Because I'm about to fart, that's why. Sir, don't get into the farting thing. Let me ask you something. What? Have you ever farted on a snail? What are you, what? Have you ever pulled down your pants and farted on a snail? They move slow so you can hover right over them, and you fart on the shell, and the whole house trembles. Sir, I do not fart on snails. Oh, excuse me. Uh, what are you, the chief of the Uli Bullies? Sir? Why am I here? Because I want you to stop being funny again. Your listeners are writing in. They're calling. They're leaving messages. They don't like the political crap. And how do you know about anything political? You look about as smart as a doorknob at one of those funny little bars you go to downtown. What funny little bars, sir? Ah. Uh, what? Ah. Uh, sir, I don't go to funny little bars downtown. Oh, really? Yes. Well, what about the bumpy dinosaur down at 95th and 3rd? The bumpy dinosaur. Ah. Uh, sir? Ah. Uh, Sir, I do not go to the bumpy dinosaur. How about this? You ever fought on a drive through speaker? What? You know when you go through the drive through and they take your order and that voice comes through? You ever pull your pants down and fought on the girl's voice? Sir? Are we done here? No, we're not done. I told you, you're going to start to be funny again if you even were, Uli Bully. Sir? Now, 
In order to make sure that you're funny, I've come up with a new character that you're going to do. Wait a minute, what? You heard me, broccoli teeth. Broccoli teeth? (laughs) You're going to do... You're going to do my new character because it's funny. Wait a minute, now you're writing my material, sir? Well, somebody gots to, Uli Bully. Sir? I mean, you probably have drunk after the time on your plod plops. Because you're out all night drinking at those funny little bars downtown. I don't go to the funny bars downtown, sir. Oh, really? Yes, really. How about that one down at uh, 12th and uh, 29th? Which one at 12th and 29th? You know, the backwards scarecrow? Sir, I... Are we done here? No, you're going to do a new character. What do you mean a new character? I came up with a new character and you're going to do him on your show. And you're going to talk about politics, except your guest is going to be fucking right, bro. Excuse me, sir? That's your new character. What's my new character? It's the fucking right, bro guy. What do you mean the... Pardon my friend, the fucking right bro guy. You're going to do a surfer character, and he's always going to say, fucking right, bro, sweet, bro, stuff like that. You're going to throw bro on the end of things. I don't think I follow this, sir. Well, if you're talking about politics, like let's say you say, oh, Hillary Clinton's running for president. Fucking sweet, bro. Uh, What? Have you got fucking tomato salad sandwiches in your ears? No, I don't have tomato. What is a tomato salad sandwich? I'm not going to say effing right bro after everything. Oh, yes, you are. You're going to get a pink slip, and you're going to be spending the night down at one of your funny bars. I don't go to funny bars. Oh, really? Yes. How about the bald catfish down at 94th and 3rd? Sir, I do not go to the bald... The bald catfish. Ah. Uh, sir? Ah. Uh, sir, I am not going to do a character called the fucking right bro surfer dude. Oh, you're going to do it all right. You're going to be out of a job, and you'll be back in the bushes skinning monkeys with the Uli Bully tribe. Sir, that sounded borderline... Racist. Oh, so you live in the jungle and you won't eat a monkey, huh? I don't live in the jungle and I don't eat monkeys. Well, you look like you eat monkeys. Probably eat a bald monkey down at the bald catfish. Sir! Let me ask you something before I kick you out of here. What? Have you ever farted on fresh fruit? What are you talking about? I don't fart on things. You know, like at the grocery store, they put it in big piles, the peaches and the pears and the bananas. You ever just pull your pants down and fart all over a bag of cherries or something? Sir? How about out in nature? You ever walk up and fart all over an apple tree? Sir? How about a Granny Smith apple tree? You just let it rip. Sir, stop it. Well, there goes my phone. Get the hell out of here. You're going to do the fucking right bro character or you're done. Sir, you're going to do it. 
Sir, do I have to? You do it or you're fired, you $3 pancake whore. <laughs> Sir, get out of here. I got to take this phone call. A $3 pancake whore. Get out. Go do your new character. The fuck off, bro. Fucking sweet bro guy. Yes, sir. Get out of here. Unbelievable. Here I go. Back out into the light. Hi, Betty. How are you? Well, there. Okay. Thanks for another finger, Betty. Good to see you, too. Well, I'm going back down to the studio. And I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but I guess I got to do this new character. I'm out the door. Roger, I know you can hear me. I'm still wired up to Ro- Roger. always wires me up when I go up to see the boss. Play a commercial and let, give me time to get back down to the studio. And I'm just going to apologize in advance. The fucking right, bro, dude. Farting on an apple tree. What the hell? Play the commercial. Hey, how about a movie tonight, huh? Wow, what's that aftershave you're wearing? God! You high karate aftershave is so powerful, it drives women right out of their minds. That's why we have to put instructions on self-defense in every package. High karate, the brisk splash-on aftershave that smooths and soothes and cools. High karate, aftershave, cologne, and gift sets. High karate, be careful how you use it. All right, let's get this over with. Let's do the the fucking right bra guy. My boss wants me to, he says, if I'm going to talk politics and get all, like, socially conscious and aware that it's got to be funny, and so that I have to introduce a new character that he came up with. This isn't mine. His name's fucking right, brah. So is he, is he on the line, Roger? Huh? I put him through. God, this is humiliating. I, I'm sorry, gang. I got to do this. Is he there? Okay. Hello? Oh, hello, dude. Hello? What's up, dude? Oh, boy. Are you going to be talking like this the whole interview? Like what, bro? All right, I'm going to try and make this short and sweet. Yo, you mean kind of like your penis, dude? All right, you know what? Fucking right, bro. Okay. So, are you following the elections? Fucking right, bro. Are you are you who are you voting for, Hillary? Fucking right, bro. So you Are you going to be doing this the whole interview? Oh, fucking right, bro. Are you voting for Donald Trump? Fucking right, bro. Okay, how can you be voting for both? Why not, dude? Why not? Like, spread the votes around, and that way everyone's happy. What do you mean everyone's happy? Well, I don't believe in losing, dude. I'm a positive man, you know? I think positive thoughts bring positive results. Like, the other day, I went to the fucking drugstore. So? Well, I got a, a, a pregnancy, a self-home uh, pregnancy test kit. Why? Because I wanted to try it to see if I was positive, brah. 
and... I'm having fucking twins, dude. It was fucking positive because I'm a positive bra. Right, bra? Fucking right, bro. Okay, you know what, dummy? Oh, wow, that's a bender, man. That's a real down bender, bra. What the hell is a down bender? I don't know. Sounds like the way your penis goes when you get an erection, a down bender. Would you stop talking about my penis? Well, what else is there to talk about, you boring old fart? You know... Fucking right, bro! So, what do you think will... How do you think the election will come out? Well, I think Hillary's going to win, and then Donald's going to win, and like... You know, one of them can be president for half the year, and then the other one be the vice president... And then, like, halfway through the year, like, at the six-month period, they fucking do-si-do like a fucking square dance routine, and they fucking flip-flop. Fucking right, bro! Stop, you know, I am just about uh, to, to the tip of my iceberg with your fucking whatever it is. You mean my fucking right, bro? Are you going to get out and vote on in November? Fucking right, bro. Did you just say fucking right, bro, to everything? Fucking right, bro. Okay, uh, have you ever shoved a piano up your ass? Fucking right, bro. Have you ever sucked a fucking rhinoceros face? Fucking right, bro. Have you ever barbecued a midget? Fucking right, bro. What do you think I had for lunch, bro? All right. You know what? I did my part. I've had enough of this shit. I'm hanging up. Are you hanging up, bro? Yes, I'm hanging up. Fucking right, bro. Goodbye. Fucking right, bro. Goodbye. Fucking right, bro. Hang up on him. There, I did my part. It was stupid. I got nowhere. But that's the penalty I pay for getting too political and too serious. But I I did what I was told to do. Probably the worst character ever on this show. And it's done with. It's behind us. Never, ever again. Now let's get on to the, the, the regular show. And just get back to normal. God. Although I got to say, after this next story I'm about to tell you, I don't know if there is getting back to normal. Um, this story breaks my heart. It, it, it personally, it kind of destroyed me a little inside. And I'll tell you what happened. You know, normally I'm running around town going for a cheeseburger or a Chipotle or a you know, a Coke and a taco. Fucking right, bro. No, 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 no. And um, and so as like I was kicking around, like, man, I should eat something healthy. I'm gonna go get a salad. I'm gonna go get a big, delicious salad. So there's this place near me called Soup Plantation. Yeah, that's right. It's got the word plantation in it and soup. And it's one of these buffet-style places where you go and you get a plate and you, you, you pile some lettuce on. And then there's like a mile-long salad bar where they got 
bean sprouts and blue cheese and mushrooms and peppers and egg and olives and onions and nine million d different salad dressings and croutons and sunflower seeds and you know the drill. And I'm like, damn it, I'm going to go get a salad. And, and this place is a, a little bit out of the way for me. Like, do you know how many uh, Burger Kings and In-N-Out Burgers and Chick-fil-A's I passed to go get the salad? So I'm like white-knuckling it. My, my fingernails are digging into my steering wheel. I'm like, oh, my God, there's a drive through Oh, there's a Wendy's. Oh, there's a McDonald's. I'm just like, oh, 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 Charles, oh, Nelson Riley, oh. Um, so I, I, I make this effort to be healthy and I'm feeling good about myself and I get into the place, you know, I, I had to go into this, like one of those multi-level parking garages where I'm waiting for old ladies to figure out how to drive in multi-layered parking garages. Oh God. It's like watching some, some like mentally challenged kid trying to do a Rubik's cube. I'm telling you. But anyways, I finally find a parking spot. I walk down into this place. I, you know, I go in, I get my plate, I get my little tray. And I heap some delicious green lettuce onto my plate. Almost foreign to me because I'm, you know, I rarely eat a salad. And I'm going along and I plop on some peas and I plop on some some mushrooms and some bean sprouts and I'm everything I scoop on I'm feeling healthier by the minute oh it's it's like look at the good I'm doing for myself and uh, I put the thousand island dressing on because you know I'm, I'm not gonna settle for 999 island dressing no 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 I need a thousand islands in my dressing what, how do they make that stuff? They just go to islands and, like, take chunks out of islands and throw them in blenders and whatever. So I got this big, giant salad. It looks like a volcano, you know, because cause whenever you go to the salad bars, they're always, like, all you can eat. So instead of just taking, like, you know, a normal portion, you end up, like, building, like, this four-foot-tall, vo vo you know, salad volcano. I mean, there's more more trimmings on this lettuce that, than I've ever seen in my life. I mean, with what other food do you stack sunflower seeds and peas and bean sprouts and mushrooms and onions and bell peppers and cheese and, you know, you know Chico nuts and crouton? I mean, it just looks like it looks like a bunch of college students threw up on my plate and I'm about to eat it. So anyways, I finally build my salad volcano, my salad mountain. And I don't know if you've seen any pictures of me lately. If you, if you haven't uh, jumped on my Instagram page, you should probably jump on there because by the way, I'm posting some pretty fun stuff on my Instagram. It's just at Harlan Williams. But if you've seen me lately, I'm sporting this, like, goatee where some people think I look like a wizard, but I think I look more like a noodler. And if you don't know what a noodler is, a noodler is these fishermen from, like, Mississippi and the Midwest 
These guys basically walk around in muddy rivers and shove their arms in catfish burrows underwater, and the catfish bite their arm and they pull like a you know a hundred pound catfish out from underwater. They they basically noodlers use their arm as fishing bait. So I feel like I look like a noodler. But you may think I look like a wizard. It, the, the thing that's weird about it, it's kind of got a black streak in the middle, but the rest of my goatee is gray. And I, it's getting long. I'd say it's about three inches long, hanging off my chin. I look like a billy goat. I look like, I don't know why I'm getting a salad. I should be chewing a tin can in, in some someone's backyard in Switzerland. Um. <laughs> uh, so anyways, now I've got my 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 uh my mountain of salad. I walk up to the to the cashier, I slide my tray along. There's a little metal railing. I slide my tray up to the cashier. I'm feeling good inside. I'm like, oh yeah. This guy's eating healthy today. The junk food king's eating healthy today, I'll tell ya. And I pull out my wallet. And I'm like, I don't care how much a salad is. What I'm paying for right here is my health. So before I could even get the price on the salad, the guy goes, uh, welcome to soup plantation, sir. You know, young Asian kid, maybe 19, 21. Very polite. He's wearing the little uh, soup plantation apron. And I go, hey, how are you? He goes, good, good. Did you find everything you need? I'm like, yep, I got my seven-foot salad here. He's like, fantastic. And would you like the senior's discount, sir? Yeah, see how I took a moment of silence right there? Whoa. Whoa. As good as I was feeling about myself, the air just went out of the balloon right there. Oh, I was like, it was like a salad tongue through the heart. Oh my God. I, I, I looked at the guy almost my, my, my jaw dropped. And by the way, my, my Billy goat goatee is on the bottom of my jaw. So my goatee dropped as well. And I, I didn't hold back. I said, I said, what did you say, dude? He said, would you like the seniors discount, sir? And I said, Whoa, please don't. Did you just ask me if I wanted the seniors discount? I said, no one's ever asked me that in my life. I said, you just crushed my soul, dude. I came in for a salad and you just ripped my soul out and stomped on it. With your little soup plantation uniformed salad shoes. It hurt, man. It hurt bad. I mean, he might as well have just you know, maced me with, with oil and vinegar or Italian dressing right in the eyes. Sad burns, it hurts, it burns. I said, dude, nobody's ever asked me for a seniors thing in my life. That's the that's the first time anyone asked me. And he was immediately he's like, Oh my god, I'm so sorry. He goes, I, I don't know. I I just thought and I, I thought, was it the goatee? Was it the gray goatee? But he didn't really answer, and I'm like Oh, my God. Do I look old now? I kind of do, actually. 
And uh, and I said to myself, oh, please don't don't ever do that again. I said that hurt, man. And then I I couldn't help but wonder. I go, by the way, what is the seniors discount? He goes, well. Then he goes, how old are you? Suddenly I'm getting carded for a salad. How old am I? What is it? Is a do I need to be of age to eat a fucking salad? There, bro. Fucking right, bro. Oh, God. So I said, I'm 53 years old. And he goes, um, and he started stammering. I said, you know what? Don't even tell me. I said, don't let me get my, let me get my pile of greens. Let me give you some green. Let me go. I'm going to go drown my sorrows in my mountain of salad. Oh, it hurt. It's it's one of those things, man. It, you know you know how women seem to get very sensitive. I mean, I mean, this is something I've experienced. Women can get very sensitive about if you mention their weight, or you mention that maybe their clothing doesn't you know fit right or look good, or their shoes don't really match their outfit, or their they didn't do their eyebrows properly. Like they'll they'll throw a, a baited comment out there. How's my hair? And you're like, yeah, you know, I like the way you styled it yesterday. Oh my God, are you fu- you fucking hate me? You 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 think I'm fat? It's it's. I think it, you know what I felt when he asked me about my age is probably similar to how women react when when they get a an innocent comment that feels negative or derogatory. And I took the age thing personally. I was like, oh my God, you know, because I'm. Inside, I feel like a 14-year-old, man. I ain't I ain't in my 50s, bras. Fucking right, bras. And by the way, based on this podcast, do you not think I sound like I'm 14? I got the maturity level of a freaking loaf of raisin bread, man. So there you go, man. That really freaked me out. That really, that, that made me feel old. I mean, I'm an active guy. I play sports every week. I, I'm out there doing my thing. I'm, I'm going on hikes. I, 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 you know, I feel like I still do hip fun things. I'm doing my comedy. I'm, I'm doing my podcast. I try to stay funny and relevant and hip and cool and, and now I'm being asked for my if I want the seniors discount. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I guess I guess I better get ready for it. I mean, you know, we can't fight age. We can't stop age. Uh, maybe maybe uh, you know maybe I uh, maybe I should embrace it. You know, maybe now when I go for a salad, I, I put on a little bit of an older voice. By the way, how much is this senior's discount? Did you find everything you needed, sir? Well, I had a little trouble uh, finding the croutons. Well, they're just down there, sir. I'm sorry. Speak up in my left ear. I can't hear you. I, I, I went deaf about 40 years ago in the war. Uh, the croutons are just down there by the uh, bean sprout, sir. What's that? Your sister's got a an elevator? No, sir, the... I don't know, maybe I should... Do I really want to degrade myself? 
to save $3 on a fucking salad when I should be at the Burger King drive-thru to begin with? Maybe I, I, sh- I learned my lesson. Who says junk food isn't healthy, man? There's physical health and then there's mental health. And I got to tell you, the soup plantation just knocked 40 years off my mental health. I've always been a calm, confident, collected guy. Now I'm an insecure, frightened, nervous, shriveled up old bag who eats fucking lettuce. Oh, oh, the pain, the agony. I hope you, you know, just just a, a footnote here. Someday all of you listening are going to walk into this wall. Some of you listening may be in your teens going to college. Some of you might be older than me. Some of you might be in your mid-50s or 60s. Some of you might be coming up on 30 or 40, something. You know, I've always been told I have a baby face. Some of you might look older than me in your 40s. And I've seen people that look older than me in their 30s. So one day this this seniors discount thing's going to slap you right in the face. And you'll know what I'm feeling. You'll feel it, boy. Oh. You'll feel it right in your walker. Mm. You'll feel it right in your orthopedic shoes, man. You're going to feel your adult diaper tighten up when you hear that. Would you like the seniors discount, sir? Oh, I want to go and catch a catfish with my bare arm and smack you in the face, salad boy. (sighs) So there you go. There you go. Um, uh, Stay healthy, I guess. That's my my sad, demented, trying to eat healthy and be healthy story. And look at this. We're at the end of the show. Unfortunately, we had to lose a bunch of the show thanks to my boss can't wait to see how he reacts to what i did but i you know i again i only did the fucking right bro guy because of him i apologize ah but anyways i hope you had fun here today and uh you know just on a on a semi-serious note I still get it from people about whenever I do podcasts, you know, that are a little more serious or I talk about politics or social things. And, you know, I get it. Sometimes it's hard to listen to. Some of you love it. Some of you hate it. Some of you are in between, but it's just part of the experience. And so now what I do, what what I did on the last podcast where I was talking about, you know, society and I got pretty serious. I I wrote in the intro I said, "Warning, this this podcast, this episode does not contain comedy. It contains like commentary." And uh and so I actually had a guy phone in who appreciated that. You know what? I'm going to play his message right now so you can hear it. Raj, play play that message before we end the show. Hey, Harland, it's Shelly. Hey, I was taking a massive dump this morning and uh, downloading my podcasts, including yours this morning, and like I do every Monday and Thursday, look forward to it. Then I read your synopsis, and I decided to hit remove download. I'm sorry. You know, uh, I cannot sit through 46 minutes of that. I love you, but I 
am not with you politically at all. And I just want to offer this up. You know, you're always approaching, you know, telling us this get-tough attitude is going to solve stuff. After 9-11, the attacks, George Bush was going to get tough, go and smoke the uh, enemy out of their hiding place, and uh, a lot of people in a lot of countries said that was a really bad idea, because what you're going to do is you're going to create more terrorists, you're going to create more enemies, you're going to kill a lot of people on both sides, and he wouldn't listen. And what happened? Now we have terrorism every day. We have a lot more people who hate us. We have terrorism on our shores. So how did that work, really? Did that help anything, or did it make it worse? Be honest with yourself, please. Violence only begets more violence. The NRA tells us this, the solution to all this gun violence is more guns. If there was bullets flying back in the opposite direction, this stuff wouldn't happen. Well, now they're shooting at cops. Cops have guns. There are bullets flying back in the opposite direction. How's that working out? Anyway, still love you. I'll be listening to the next podcast. Hope it's comedy and not politics. Chicken chow mein, baby. <laughs> well, how about that, huh? I mean, he, he this listener didn't want to listen to me ramble on about politics, and then he rambled on about politics to me. But that being said, I have some thoughts on that. A, I respect his decision not to download the uh, podcast that I, I had highlighted as being not comedy. And he's he, this gentleman's exactly the reason why I did that. I don't want anyone to have to suffer through my opinion. Or my thoughts, if, if that's not in their wheelhouse, if they don't want that. You know, most people tune into this show to laugh. And so so now I'm going to do fair warning. And this this gentleman, he, he heeded the warning and he did not listen. And I respect that. And, and he's exactly the reason why I put the warning up. And for, for him and other people that don't want to listen to that. But I got to say... And this might be interesting to you and, and the gentleman that called. When he started kind of going on about his, his points of view, it seems like he had a lot to say. And I dare say it was some pretty interesting stuff. And I dare say that it was kind of spawned because he was reacting reacting to my points of view. And I find it interesting that, you know, even though he doesn't like my political points of view, it clearly caused him to react and to think and to want to formulate his own thoughts and points of view. And that's kind of, he kind of proved my point a little bit. That's why I do it sometimes is because I don't do it to force my opinions down people's throat. I do it because I, I feel like maybe if I speak up, maybe it will make other people's points of view emerge or maybe something I say, even if they don't agree with it, will will cause some thoughts to happen or a reaction or a rebuttal or a, an agreement or whatever. And so that's why sometimes I, I kind of lay out these... these um, 
these podcasts where it's not just comedy and I, I kind of get into the world that we live in and the, the good, the bad, and the ugly, the politics, the, the social angles. And lastly, I'll say that, uh, you know, this gentleman who, who gave us a short little burst of his opinion on things, I don't know that I agree with all of it, but I found it stimulating. I, I found that he, in turn, caused my mind to move the needle. I, I did not reject anything he said. I absorbed it and, and stirred it around in my head and processed it. And, and even now, as I'm talking, it, it's making me think. And so even though I might not agree with his point of view or, or maybe I agree with a little bit of it or some of it, doesn't matter the proportionality. What is important is that I listened, absorbed, and maybe something he said causes me to expand on my own opinion, maybe dig deeper, become more entrenched in my opinion, or maybe be illuminated by his opinion and go, you know what, I think maybe that gentleman just kind of enlightened me to a degree, and maybe I'm going to change my stand, or maybe I'm going to modify what I was thinking. And so... um, and so that's kind of the point of why I do that. But at the same time, that stuff's heavy. That stuff's that that stuff takes you down a different track. If you're looking for the podcast to just put a smile on your face and make you giggle, then then that's what you should listen to. And it's it, it's probably not fair to dump, you know, something too serious on you guys. So that's why from now on in the future, I uh, I give you a little um, a pre warning. But for those of you that, that like to stick with my podcast through thick or thin, no matter what I talk about, I, I always hope and wish that whatever I say, even if it's not funny, maybe there's a nugget in there that expands your mind or, or doesn't. Maybe it just gets you angry. Because sometimes when you get angry and you, and you create opposition, it that that too causes your mind to start thinking and generate and you start going, well, why do I disagree with Harlan? Doesn't he see it? Doesn't he get it? Why would he say that? Here's what I think. And your own brain is, is starts teaching you things that maybe you didn't know about yourself or it makes you uh, examine your own thoughts deeper and helps you draw deeper conclusions or whatever. Now I'm getting way too analytical. So I'll leave it right there. Enough, 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 enough. I'm droning. Uh, anyways, thank you for your call. I do appreciate your point of view and, uh, and hopefully me posting a little warning prior to you listening helps you along. But outside of that, hope you enjoy the comedy. Hope you enjoy the silliness and, uh, always appreciate everyone's input and, and being here. If you want to leave a voicemail, 323-739-4330. It does take a number of rings before the, uh, the answering system picks up. There, there's no live uh, voice on the end of that number. It's just a message machine. It takes about six or seven rings before it picks up, so hang in there. 323-739-4330. Love hearing from you guys. Maybe you'll get on the show if you leave a message. Uh, also, you can write me at harlowilliams.com. We have a contact link on there. And uh, while you're at harlowilliams.com, check out 
the uh, the groovy uh, web store we have there, full of uh, crazy uh, merchandise for you. And lastly, please get our app, the uh, Harland Highway app. Uh, easy to do. Just go into your app store on your cell phone, type in the Harland Highway, and download for absolutely free. Um, and if you really want to get some extra bonus stuff for 20 bucks a year, you can become a premium member. Uh, so there you go again. Thanks for being here, everyone. And uh, again, I apologize for uh, that stupid fucking right bro guy. And uh, until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Fucking right, bro.